Welcome to the Weekly Hijack. Hello, this is Nick. Oh, this is Brianna. Hi. I don't know if I get to say hello. Oh, you can, okay. I guess. You're, you're here. You're our third guest for today. We, we have a rotating extra cushion on the couch for now, which is kind of fun. Anyway, this episode tonight was called Not in Portland, which I think most of us are thankful we are not in Portland, at least <laughs> as we are recording this. Indeed. Yeah. Um, but that's, a whole, that's a whole different matter. This was a Julia episode, and man, what a great episode it was. This is the sort of episode that said, this is why I love Lost. <laughs> cool flashback, crazy twists, action scenes, mm-hmm. every character's yelling at each other. <laughs> I mean, he yells was... so much in this episode. <laughs> he basically has one volume. <laughs> he's like, ah, 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 ah. Uh, he, he's, he's had enough. He's, that's, he, uh, that's true. He, he's been kind of pretty fed up. Mm, yeah. <laughs> High stress scenario. It'd be such a great way to come back. And I remember it was back from the little hiatus yeah. in the original. Because there's like a six months break, or not six months, four months. Was that long? It's forever. Three months. It probably, it probably, it probably felt that long. And it was a nice payoff for all the kind of, you know, those kind of slow build of the cage scenes. We got everything, you know, we got the uh, Alex and the Carl and the. Juliet and the surgery, you know, everything's mm-hmm. happening. In the grand scheme of Lost, the cages is not super long, but it felt like it was long enough at the time that them actually leaving the small island felt like a huge moment, and mm-hmm. hence why I got the uh, life and death score. Oh my word, which... I forgot about that. <laughs> and then it started, and I was like, it's all coming back. <laughs> no! And just, uh, oh, it's too much. The feels. It, it, really, like... You know, there are a couple songs like you just hear the first couple like chords of, yeah. and just like, uh, like the main theme from Interstellar. Sometimes <laughs> on that my, organ. Yeah, sometimes my brother plays that on the piano, and I'm like, "You stop that right now!" <laughs> uh, it's that, it's that kind of thing. Uh-huh. Um, I know. I think we mentioned here before, but the writers said if they couldn't ever sell a scene, they knew that the music could. <laughs> yep. Smart. Yep, Michael Giacchino is a is a genius, but mm-hmm. in this case, he's just icing on the cake. He didn't need to save it. I don't think. No, no, it was just wonderful Good on stuff. top of it. So uh, let's start with Juliet oh, here. Juliet, what a at this point. I mean, having seen the whole show, we we love Juliet, but like it is an interesting this particular episode. You never quite know where she's coming from. For, I mean, for a lot of the episode, yeah. like she had told Jack to like kill Ben, and she's like, t- then she's telling the others to go kill Kate and Sawyer and then she kills Danny instead to help, to re- help rescue them and she's like what is, for a long time you're like what is this woman's deal in some ways she's the quintessent not quintessential but she's a great lost character because she's so am- ambiguous at this at this stage like it's so frustrating it's like what are you all about uh, and her flashbacks are like completely different than her current self. Well, yeah, th- we were remarking how like one of them like when after her meeting with Richard Albert, which we'll get to in a minute, Richard Albert, yeah. Um, but like she's she's a mess. She's she's so vulnerable. And then like the very ne- it cuts immediately to the next shot where she is just so cold faced, mm-hmm. cold stone faced, and determined to do it's, something. It's a great juxtaposition. It's like you could tell this woman is a completely different person than she was apparently three years ago. So great acting on I can't think of the actress's name. Elizabeth right now. Mitchell? Yes, yes, I think you're right. Good job. So yeah, she she knocked it out of the park with Juliet. Did she get nominated for an Emmy? I don't remember, but I anyone, almost anyone lost should have <laughs> at some point. <laughs> yeah. I think Locke did a couple times, I think. Terry yes. Quinn. Yeah, Terry and he won once, I believe. Okay. And I think Michael Emerson won once. Yeah. Um I don't I couldn't tell you which seasons it was. Yeah. But 
So yeah, it's and I guess looking at back at the end of this episode, I guess what we could say is Julia is doing whatever it takes to leave the island. If it's killing Ben, if it's saving Ben, if it's whatever, she'll sell her soul to get off the island. <laughs> Maybe he'll get hit by a bus. And... <laughs> yeah, one of the greatest scenes of Lost right there. <laughs> it's one of those I'd, I'd like to like rewind and, and observe myself seeing it. Like, would I, would you have put the pieces together that? The guy got hit by a bus and she had said that? Or, I don't remember. Or would you wait until Juliet put the pieces together? All I remember is him staying there and getting hit by the bus and I'm just like, yeah. what? Yeah. I think I might have had to like rewind the DVD and be like, hold on, hold on. Oh, yeah, that did happen. <laughs> and and that, that character, it's always interesting when he shows up. Because I remember him from Heroes. He was a government... Agent spook guy. He's always on, on some Heroes. evil government guy, isn't he? In a lot of things. I, I think he's actually a recurring or main character in what is, uh, there's a Madam Secretary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that what he's yeah. on? Okay. Is he good in that? I don't, I don't watch Madam Secretary. Zach does. Okay. Um, I, I think but it, he, he said that he's a recurring character. Yeah. I feel, I, I, I haven't watched it regularly myself. I know my mom did. I think he's kind of neutral. Okay. Like sometimes he fights with the main character. Sometimes they're in agreement. Okay. That sort, that sort of character. No, never mind. He, there's another actor that looks similar to him who also plays the same type <laughs> of <laughs> So, never mind. Government suit, yes. basically. Um, but he, I mean, they, he was a memorable character at the very least. Yeah. The conversation, Such a slime bag. Awful. The conversation with his mom <laughs> was like, you're insufferable and you're just mean. I'm sorry, mom, but that's true. <laughs> He's on the phone. You have like, what is he talking? Who is he talking to? At first I thought it was the girl he was, uh, he had gotten in as an intern and yeah, I was like, uh, oh, nope. <laughs> what a catch. What, what a catch indeed. I had to mention, uh, because when the intro, she Julia's on the beach in this Y, and then she goes in, and there's um, Ethan there. He's like, oh, we're on the island, and nope, we're not. We're in Miami. We're in Miami. Okay. Which I actually, I couldn't remember how it started. I'm like, maybe we are on the island. I, yeah, I had forgotten that, too. I, I was thinking maybe she was, well, I, I knew she had a thing with her sister, but I couldn't remember, I'd forgotten at first that was her. Because, you know, in that setting, it, it looked like the sort of place the others could have been. Yes, exactly. So. Now, I, I know I'm bringing Richard Alpert in here, too. But when they were doing the, the photos of the pregnant, that's basically the problem with all the pregnancies on the island, right? That right. It just acts like they're old, super old. Yeah, or... The, the uteruses seem to not act not, well, right. Right, right. That's basically why she was brought into that mm-hmm. island, to help solve their, the other's pregnancy problem. Because only... she impregnated a male mouse, and we're not talking about that. <laughs> like, yeah. uh, apparently, yeah. She, why is... Yeah, uh, she... she, she, she must have gotten attention for her research on pregnancy in other places because they knew about her sister. Yeah. Well, so. Ethan was obviously in the apartment spying on him. Well, true. <laughs> <laughs> we oh. we vet our candidates really cl- carefully or something like that. <laughs> about her sister, did, they never really said. I don't know. If, do we know more specifics? Did she have cancer? That's what I'm guessing. I mean, from the way she had her hair under her head all covered and stuff. Yeah, yeah. She, obviously, she had some sort of Bad illness. Yeah. I don't remember many of the details about that, if we ever found out. If There's at least sur- one more episode with her in it, I thought. I think so. I'm just, does she die? I feel like she does. That's what I thought, too, but I didn't know if it was this episode or not. Yeah. It wasn't this episode, but... Yeah, sorry, folks, we don't... This, this is a, of course, spoiler-filled oh, uh, uh, recap. Oh, yeah, <laughs> No, we've said that before, but, like, at the same time... There's a lot that is kind of faded from memory. Mm-hmm. So it's like watching it again for, or for the first time in some ways. Parts of it. Parts of it. Yeah. 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 
Okay, so anything else from the flashbacks we want to pick on or touch on? No, she's just a mess. Yeah, she's a mess. Was she stealing drugs to give to her sister? It looked like it, yeah. Okay. Which is one, her ex was kind of blackmailing her, holding that over her head. And we know that Juliet will do what, she will cross lines, do things she wants to get done. Couldn't she go to HR and be like, hey, my boss is having an inappropriate relationship after work hours with the research. He probably did it with the HR lady, too. Oh, never mind. You're right. Wow. I don't know. But, I mean, he seemed to have more power in their their employment place anyway, so. She was a different person then. Indeed. We have um, Kane Sawyer running away. Yep, back good, in the good action scenes mm-hmm. with Alex. With Alex, I like Alex. Which I we probably mentioned this before, but I was reminded of how what a great casting choice Alex is. Like she looks like she's Rousseau's she daughter. Yeah, it's crazy. It the curly hair, the shape of her nose, thing, all kinds of things like that. And we got a final defend of yes, it's Ben's daughter. Yeah, I mean first, I mean I think people could have guessed by now. By the was, was yeah, said. and probably again. People putting had put the pieces together about, about Alex and Carl, yeah. but nice to see those things brought together. Um, man, that that creepy room twenty three oh, scene. That though. scene is amazing. <laughs> I love that scene. It's it's so bizarre, and uh, this is it, it was one of those memorable things that they took the time to give more detail in the DVD exclusive epilogue. For mm-hmm. what that room was. What, is this our first mention of Jacob that we have? Or no, okay. he's we been mentioned one, twice, I think. At least once in season two, okay. right? At the, at the, in the and, season finale, and, and then, then okay. one like an episode two that you guys missed. Okay. Yeah, Danny said something about some of them not actually being on Jacob's list yeah. or something. Okay. Oh, I remember that. So many lists. <laughs> But I love, like, I, I still remember the, on the crazy thing, like, you're the cause of your own suffering, <laughs> which works so well with all their flashbacks. A lot of their own suffering is their own problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, thematically, it's, you know, you could write a paper on that. Yeah. But yeah, that was a very super creepy, super effective scene. Also, uh, deep dive, um, when they did the little, like, flash things between season, like, three and four or something like that on the web. I believe Walt was in room 23 for a little bit. Mm, yeah, I do recall that. Uh, they and were, all the birds died. Were, or what, yeah, like, birds died outside. Yep. Uh, it, it's a weird... It's one of those things where the others use Dharma technology for their own purposes, I guess. Mm-hmm. Which I remember in the like the epilogue thing, the Dharma video says that room is to like calm them or something. I don't think they see anything calming about that Yeah, I don't that think they did it for that. <laughs> no, no. But yeah, interesting. Uh, oh, and the guy outside reading, uh, what was that? A Brief History of Time. Brief History of Time. Hmm. Interesting. Could uh, time travel possibly be uh, a feature on Lost at some point? We'll see. No. <laughs> I mean, isn't that a story that they were going to have uh, the French team back even in season one working on time travel? Hmm. That's, I, I, I don't know. Sounds vaguely familiar. No, no, it's legit, but I've heard that rumor. Yeah. And then we've got Jack. Jack and, and Tom, <laughs> who introduces himself, and I like how you pointed out how, like, in season two, he's kind of an intimidating figure. In this season, he's he's like he's a goon. He, he's like he's huh? jolly. I mean, like <laughs> it's like hey, we're all cool goofy here. Goofy uncle, <laughs> he's the goofy uncle, <laughs> and kind of bewildered by blood and <laughs> taken aback by Jack's like I'm going to hold a hostage situation in the middle of a surgery, which I don't know does that. A sort of thing happened in TV reg- that regularly. It's, it strikes me as such a unique situation. I don't yeah. know. If Grace- I, I told Zach that 
They needed to do a crossover episode between Grey's Anatomy and Lost. Because mm. they're both ABC. They totally could have done it, but... Yep, yep. They're lost. Because <laughs> uh, I think that happens a lot on Grey's. People just die in the hospital, not from being in the hospital, but working in the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most dangerous job. Okay, that's what I thought. very likely to die. More, a higher percentage of dying if you're on the staff than if you're a patient. <laughs> oh, TV. <laughs> but I, I really enjoyed this episode. There's so much move, moving in this episode. Lots mm-hmm. of characters, lots of plot. I mean, it felt like they stuffed more than you should be able to get in 42 minutes. I imagine Michael Emerson had fun acting half drug. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, he just he makes deals while he's under anesthesia either, <laughs> even. And that scene, again, it's like lost. Like they're having that conversation, you don't hear anything. Mm-hmm. I remember even in the finale, I think, like someone, w- I think, I think Mike, uh, Ben whispered in Widmore's ear. We never figure out what it is. Oh, really? Like in like the, one of the last episodes. Hmm. I did not remember that. Yeah. It was frustrating. <laughs> but very lost. Although, interesting, they did uh, touch on why they hadn't been able to go take Ben mm-hmm. back to mainland. There was something about when the sky had turned purple. Was that the first, one, the first time when the plane landed the first time? That it went purple then, too, right? That's what caused the plane to crash. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Um, he, he, had, he started selling that plan... Because, like, the, the hatch wasn't too long ago, so it seems like maybe it would have been the first time. Mm-hmm. Which, at this point, do we know? Yeah, we do know about that, because we've seen the plane crash. Yeah. Desmond, yeah. Desmond, I think I can, I think I crashed your plane, brother. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. That was the whole season two finale, all that explanation. Right, right. So that's, that's awesome. entirely possible. All right. Well, I think we've uh, covered enough. So this has been going long. So yes. thank you for listening to The Weekly Hijack. We've got more Lost coming up, if you'll stay tuned. Until next time, this is Tim. This is Nick. Uh, this is Brianna. And you may have heard Hazel in the background, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> bye bye. <laughs>